0: Episode 129 of Auto off Topic. Hello, Brad. What's going on, Andrew? Did you see a 88 Conquest sold on Bring a Trailer for $27,000 today?
1: I did see that, yeah. It's an incredibly low mileage car, like 40,000 miles or so. 44,000 miles on it. Which actually isn't that low compared to some others I've seen. Yeah,
0: but the pictures, it was mint.
1: It was immaculate underneath. It was like... Showroom new. If not better than, yeah. It had been quite detailed and cleaned from
0: like Washington State. Yeah, I mean, really clean it was car. all like chassis was all black, semi-gloss black. Like it looked,
1: it looked factory. Yeah, yeah all the fittings still looked brand new. The brakes still looked brand new. It looked like it never really been driven. So, it was but
0: that's the problem a, with that type of car. Oh well, we should say the week before uh, eighty-nine silver car. So yeah, it
1: sold for like seventeen grand. Seventeen grand. What did that have a miles on? I don't remember. Uh
0: oh, I should have grabbed the mileage. I looked up the auction, the price on the results of bring a trailer, but I didn't look up the, uh, it was still lowish mileage, like maybe in the fifties. Was that one a starion or a Conquest? I think it was, a, it said Conquest.
1: You'd think a Starian
0: would draw more money?
1: <clears throat> um, it's funny. When you're seeing the people that own these cars, the enthusiasts that own these cars, they seem to covet a Starian more than a Conquest. Even though it's, it's literally badges, exactly the same car, the only difference is badges, taillights, and a black grill versus a body color front grill.
0: Yeah, you could paint the grill if you really wanted to.
1: Yep. And change the taillights. Okay, that one last week had 35,000 miles on it.
0: Wow, and it went for less.
1: Yeah, because it wasn't quite as clean. Hmm. I mean, this car here one that I just sold was really clean. And I think it was an SHP car too. Was it was an S H P car. The one last week was not an SHP. Which for the uninitiated is um it's a super s- handling package. And that has square wheels, square setup? Nope. It's got one inch wider all around. Oh so a regular Conquest Narian has seven inch front and eight inch rears. And an SHP car has eight inch front and nine inch rears. Okay. And adjustable struts in the factory.
0: Hmm. Yeah. So that was uh I mean, top of the market cars. These used to be like eight grand, right?
1: Yeah, I've only seen maybe one go over over ten, and it was like ten thousand one hundred. It was just barely over ten, or exactly ten thousand dollars. That was actually a friend of ours' car, a local car, that he had. It was every It was a very clean car. It wasn't as clean as the one it sold today, but it was really clean. Um, and he had done because the one thing that lets these cars down is the Seats. The leather wasn't great. No, they all have the weird, they have a plastic strap inside the seating surface. Yeah. And it breaks over time and it causes these little pinch like spots in the leather. Um, So he had replaced that and he had done like a perforated leather on the seating surface. It looked really nice. Yeah. But it wasn't factory anymore. But his car was an 88, non SHP, but with sunroof. And I think it had 40,000 miles on it. This red
0: car that sold today had a sunroof. It wasn't his car I No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, and I think he sold that car for like 10 grand. Yeah. So.
0: And that was five years ago,
1: probably. At least. Yeah, maybe even a little more. So.
0: Uh, I, it's just, it's crazy how far up they've come. Um, are they good cars? Yeah. Are they $27,000 driving experience? I'm not sure. If you want the cleanest example and that's what you're after, then you spent the right money, I guess.
1: I don't think he's gonna lose any money on it. No, I don't think a, they will. It, it, it turns that car into a blue chip car. You know what I mean? It's gonna kind of, that car is the collector car now. Now that the car is known, it's in the in the market, there's a history on it. If he goes to sell that car at auction in another five years, he'll make at least that, if not
0: more. That's the one thing I really particularly like about Bring a trailer is that it has brought notoriety to notoriety to lesser known cars that weren't normally auctioned heavy cars, and gives them accurate auction pricing and results for enthusiasts.
1: Accurate's a little... They're they're the high end of things.
0: They are, but it gives it a market, right? So, you know, when a Glant sells and bring a trailer, if I need to get... It helps
1: helps establish a a value for, like, your insurance coverage. Exactly.
0: And, like, I can say, listen, if I wanted to replace it, I'd have to spend this much on it. So, at least gives me leeway there. It helps everyone... Believe right. it or not. Well, I
1: feel good because I spent 100% less.
0: You did. <laughs> um, You've owned four of these cars for... Four or five.
1: For a half of what this thing... Two red... Five. Five, yeah. five. five starting conquests. Yeah.
0: For half of what this thing costs, probably. Total. Not five. even
1: half. Not, not even half. Like, two...
0: They were all, like, like 100,000 mile cars, but...
1: No, actually, my first one was not. Yeah, the first one I had was a 60,000 60, mile car. Yeah, that first red one. Um which I bought for like $2,000 and sold for $2,500. <laughs> so
0: Yeah, it's I mean, it's frustrating that's when the you're most, and, trying to get That's into the most them.
1: expensive one I bought. I oh, know I paid 3 grand for one once. So Yeah. Uh,
0: you know, when you're trying to get into a car like that and then you start seeing them go up, you're like, "Ah,
1: but I don't think you're going to see the average ones go up that far." Um most of them are not this nice.
0: At all. the, the and, and the problem with a car like this, it's so nice, you could never drive it.
1: Yeah. I take like my father's RX-7. Yeah. It's, you it's, know, it's too nice. It's too nice to use. We so drive it like twice a year.
0: Yeah. It's great if you want to be the collector
1: and you want to sit in your garage and look at it. If you have a museum-style garage. Yeah.
0: But it's not a driver. Take
1: it up on a, you know drive twice a year like my dad does with dark yeah. seven which is fine He has other drivers it's not like he doesn't drive everything he has that one car that's just it's a time capsule and he wants to keep it that way so i understand that although with conquest it's going for twenty-seven thousand dollars, it might be the time to list that one because an rx7 is a more desirable car than a conquest um the funny thing about conquest and starians well starians starians specifically because they're sold that way outside of the north american market only um there's no conquests outside of the United States and Canada. Um, the Starion market in the rest of the world is a lot stronger than it is here. If you have a wide-fendered car in Australia or Japan or New Zealand or in Europe, it's valuable. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a driver-conditioned car over there has a, has been for a long time a $15,000 car, but for some reason not here. Just I don't know if it's a notoriety thing. They're more well-known over there. They're rare over there. I'm not sure what the what the whole issue with that is, but you know, guys in Australia and guys in Japan have been known to buy wide-body cars from the U.S. and ship them over there because hmm. they can buy the car here for pennies compared hmm. to what they go for over there. And over there, they also come factory with a single cam 4G63, but whereas over here they have a 2.6 liter, you know, tractor engine <laughs> essentially.
0: Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> sorry, I wonder what, um, if you imported one, what it would be worth,
1: if that's even worth it. It wouldn't be worth it because it costs so much more to get an imported one. For I mean, there's a there's a really clean, even narrow car, there's a really clean narrow car that's been for sale for a little while in Japan. It's like 60,000 miles, super clean, beige and brown two-tone, like the car that is like from all the advertisements back in the early 80s. Uh-huh. And it's for sale for like $45,000. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it's just that's the cars are worth a lot more overseas than that. For they are. some
0: reason, you said to me that they were worth more
1: overseas, and then I completely blanked on it. Yeah. And then asked you if you could buy one and bring one over here for less. No, you definitely could not. Weird. They're worth They're worth a lot more overseas. $45,000 is, is a that's, – that's, that's an extreme example, just like this $27,000 U.S. model that's sold today. They're not in that range, but you you're, you're going to pay – Ten grand for a driver flat car, and fifteen are up. I've seen driver quality wide cars go for.
0: This begs the question: Is what? What's next? It's always the question: What car is next? And if you had that crystal ball,
1: I don't think it's a question of next. I think it's a question of what car has been squirreled away that's going to come out of storage next. It just so happened that two of these popped up at the same time, and I'm sure this thirty-five thousand mile one selling for seventeen grand last week probably prompted. Guy who had this one in his garage to be like, oh, that guy's not worth $3,000 anymore. Maybe I'll get fifteen grand for it. Yeah, I'm ready and to then get he got rid
0: of it. Yeah, I'm ready to get rid of it.
1: Yeah. Hmm. So good on him. I mean, and with, you know, what did I say, rising tide rises all boats or whatever. So I'm not, I'm, I have no thoughts that my conquests or Astarians are going to be $20,000 cars, but maybe my $1,500, $2,000 car is now a $2,500 car. You know, it's,
0: Maybe. The uh what is nice though too, at least people are um realize and this makes me happy that if you want to get top dollar, then you take really nice photos of your car. Yeah. And you present it and you describe it correctly. Yep. Um, cause there's nothing worse than someone on Craigslist asking top dollar and has a couple of blurry photos One of the One blurry car. photo
1: of the right front wheel. Yeah. yeah.
0: So you know. Which we see all the time
1: on Craig Craig don't tell me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's usually how that goes. So would you think it's, of course, just the nature of it? The cars that are 30 to 40 years old are just coming into their own?
1: Anything that's that age that has that low a mile and is that clean is going to be worth a couple of bucks. You know, there's, no, we're there's out of, no question.
0: We're clearly out of the chrome bumper zone. Yeah. Rubber bumpers yep. are...
1: But you also have to remember that there's not there's not a unlimited supply of... Super Mint Conditioned Conquest and Styrians, So you've seen two sell in the past month. You're not going to see, you know, many more on the market that are that clean.
0: Also last week, a VR4 Spider only sold for like twenty three
1: grand. That's it's the just... 3000 GT? Yeah. Well, again, that's a 99. It was a 96. Uh, okay, 96. It's 10, 10 to 15 years newer, those cars, and they're not there yet. Not quite, the, so, that's good money, though, for that car. It's good money for that car. It's not good money, considering they paid 70 when they bought it. But, yeah, it was the original owner car. Yeah. Um, so he did okay. He yeah. Did better than if he bought something else at the era, but it's not... Uh, Hard to get parts for it. We've gone over that story. But again, <laughs> any of these cars are. To an average person, they wouldn't want to deal with getting parts for a Conquest Narian, either. Yeah. You know, you just, you have to know you what go you're Go for, know what you're getting... <laughs> An average person wouldn't want to get parts for that either. Why not? It's not as easy as it is to go and get parts for your... What are you talking any? about average person, though? Who's this average person? I'm talking about non-enthusiasts. Non-enthusiasts don't buy these cars. No, they so don't. So that's a stupid argument. I'm not, I'm not making an argument, because you're saying the 3000 GT is hard to get parts for. Yeah. It's no harder than it is to get it for the Conquest.
0: Uh, it's harder. That a Conquest? They made, yeah, they made less of these cars, and there's less parts available. Like they discontinued the convertible parts, like... Real
1: early on. Yeah. Well, you can't buy rear struts or a center steering link for a Conquest. Yeah. So, I mean, those are pretty important parts. (laughs) I mean, those are two I can think of top of my head. Yeah. And you talk convertible top parts, they haven't made body parts for a Starion for 20 years. Yeah. You know, you can't buy a front spoiler. You can't buy a rear spoiler. You can't buy a fender. So,
0: as far as, like, out-of-the-way enthusiast cars, enthusiasts aren't going to look like a casual enthusiast that wants an 80s car might not buy one of these because they're hard to get parts for. You'd go for something that's a little more common, like a 944, because yeah. it's easier to get parts for. They I, still make parts for 944s.
1: Yeah, I, I don't I don't think it's going to be... The, the stuff you need to buy on a regular basis is available for these cars. Yeah. You can get brakes. You can get, you know, engine parts. You can get transmission parts.
0: You might not be able to do a full restoration, which I don't think anybody is going to but do But you're not going to do that
1: on a 944 either. You're not going to buy a new body panel. Not yet. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, I don't think anything that you have to worry about is going to be an issue on a Snarion, as far as that And I goes. only
0: picked 944 because they're, that's like the, that so was it's like it's the a competitor. Direct, it was the car. direct competitor yeah. for that car. Yeah,
1: it was this, this, the 300ZX, the 944, and the RX-7. Those were all the direct competitors.
0: I've not been paying attention to 300ZX's. Do you think 300ZX's are going to go?
1: Low mile ones have already gone. Yeah, yeah, they're already up there. I mean, they're probably. A similar mile, like ninety twin turbo three hundred ZX, would have sold for about thirty grand. Oh, I was thinking earlier the mid the eighties body nah, style. Those are kind of.
0: You don't think those will go?
1: No. Maybe that. a real low mile one, and they have a few Halo examples of those cars. Not like the... the anniversary turbos with the rear fender flares and the they call them the Shinko specials, the all white ones. I those ones what do, but
0: well, you're at like an eighty-eight. Like eighty-eight
1: the... was the softened style, so eighty-seven to eighty-nine. They softened the edges on the 84 to eighty
0: six Those are the pop-up headlight cars.
1: They're all pop-up headlights from um, 84. Not
0: like up. a... like a, Those, like, 280ZXs are, like, not great-looking from, like, the... Like the 79, 80, 81. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they're great-looking. Yeah, no, they're okay. They're okay. If you compare them to, like, the Super Celicas and the, the Celicas of that era, those mm-hmm. were better-looking cars.
1: Not the seventy nine eighty, but in eighty one no, eighty two, yeah. Yeah,
0: the eighty one eighty two a better looking car. Sleeker. Oh, for sure. So you've got for like you know, rear wheel drive. See, I don't consider the, the Starian's not so much a GT car. Sure
1: it is. I think it's more of a sports car than a GT car. Yeah, it's a pretty heavy car. It was you it think was so? like I said, it was a direct competitor to a nine forty four, an RX seven, and a three hundred ZX if you watch like the Motor Trend reviews back in the day that's those are the cars they would compare together.
0: So what do you think about second gen RX7? I love them.
1: They going up. Mhm. They already have again, turbo yeah. like again, it's not not the base model car, a but a a turbo RX7 like a turbo 2 or an anniversary edition um or even to a lesser extent the convertibles. They've gone up a bit in value, and I'm not talking about, again, just like with the Conquest and the Snarian, not your average driver, but your low-mile, not-driven example.
0: I haven't seen one in a while, actually. I was just, I was just thinking about that. I haven't seen one in a, Even like a Japanese car show, I haven't seen one in a while.
1: What, a second generic 7? Yeah. Just come to my driveway.
0: Yeah, I know. There's two of them there. <laughs> I haven't seen one in a while, though,
1: like a, a Coupe. I used to see them pretty regularly. Yeah, they're not very... Not as common as they used to be. No, I see a blue one every now and again in the morning on my way to work. But
0: first gen's like survived like crazy. A lot of them around. A lot of them around. But they're cool looking cars.
1: Yeah, I, I would. I, I've many times considered buying a second gen RX seven as mm-hmm. a a normal daily driver, because in my brain an eighty eight or an eighty nine car is totally acceptable as a normal daily driver. Yeah. yeah.
0: And there's no. So all right. So if we're talking real drive coupes. You have your stereon, you your 944, RX-7, Supra? 240SX? No, I'm talking about in... All right, so from like 1980 to like 1990. Okay.
1: What so car would you buy? 240SX came out in 89
0: or 88. 240SX? Yeah. yeah the oh. S- the S13. Yeah, yeah, I'm
1: getting confused with the 240Z. But before that, there was a 200SX. Which was the Fastback that came with the um, the early VQ. I think it's a VQ. It's the V6 and those. The That's 3 what you 3. posted to our Instagram, that car? Yep, exactly. Okay. They also came with a four-cylinder. Mm-hmm. Um, the Celica was still a rear-wheel drive throughout the first half of the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, then there were some odd odd ones, too. You could buy an Alpha GTV.
0: You could get a 11. Not wouldn't be 11 in this country, but a Corolla...
1: Corolla hatchback, whatever the AE86, 80, 80, 80, whatever the AE86 80, version. Yeah, I think in they called it a Corolla Twin Cam. I think is what they what they, what they marketed it as that. Yeah, but they also had a, a base model version of that, that wasn't a Twin Cam with a single cam four cylinder in it, but that okay. was sold until what eighty seven. Okay. Um. So th- the sport coupe market in the eighties was huge. There were okay. tons of them. I mean, in the same in the same breath, you could also include you know maybe a uh, an eighties Mustang, the early the early five point oh Mustangs. They're the same kind of, same similar performance.
0: Yeah, and similar size. I feel yep. like yep. Uh, that's what always throws me off because the third gen Camaro Fiber is so much bigger. Yeah, than a th- big cars. Yeah, than everything else. Yep. It doesn't necessarily mean they're bad. They're just they're just way bigger.
1: I mean, they're not great as driving experience goes compared to all the other cars we're mentioning, but they're not terrible. No. They're they're definitely a, a GT car. Yeah. Um, but what other, I mean, what other rear wheel drive? Nine forty four, you said. Yeah. Um, front engine, rear wheel drive. BMW three series, the E 30s throughout the eighties were a decent, a good, a good car, not a decent car. So there was a lot of the front wheel drive revolution hadn't like really a, taken over yet. They were like
0: a performance sedan, though. Like yeah, well, they were They weren't a sports they weren't a, car. They but weren't a
1: sports coupe. They, a yeah. GT coupe. I wouldn't call it that. Maybe not then. But I think now people would more would more likely cross-shop a 944 and an E30 than they would have when they were new. An enthusiast would. Oh, that's what I mean, that's, yeah.
0: That's the only people that are buying these things.
1: Well, that's the only buddy who's buying anything that's not brand new or five years old. Yeah. I mean, there's there's the market for brand new and five years old, and then you have the can't really afford anything else except for the $100 beater, and then you have the enthusiast that buys based on nothing but emotion. Hmm. That's what we buy based on. Yeah.
0: Oh, do you wanna mention um the car your coworker got
1: for a pretty decent deal or? Oh the Evo. Yeah. Yeah. Um he kinda pulled a uh, was that Tavares that does that? Yeah. The uh cheapest deal in the country. He picked up uh Evo X, Evo ten. Evo ten. Yeah. For like sixteen five. Um with just shy of a hundred thousand miles. Yeah. Which most cars in that mileage range, believe it or not, for an eleven or twelve are twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah. So Oh
0: you didn't tell me what color it was.
1: It's white. White. Weightless yeah. white. Yep. Was it's still weightless white in that generation? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. that's cool. I well, mean at sixteen yeah, five or, or was wicked white. I can't remember it's, now. It's not the cleanest car in the world. No. Um but it's not rusty. No. It has they didn't really rust that much. No, they're pretty good compared to the earlier. They race. had
0: all aluminum control arms and stuff yep. and then the body panels are actually pretty well protected.
1: It has um some mods to it, but they're mostly quality parts. Like it's got H&R springs, um what is it? Hotchkiss sway bars. What year did and you say it was? It's an a 12, an 11, 12, 11 or 12. Okay. It's an early one. Well, 08 was the first. There oh, was no was 9. Yeah, that's right too. So it's a little bit later. So 10 okay. through 16. It's an 11 or 12. So it's got the Recaro still. Mm-hmm. Which is good. It does have Recaros. Okay. Um and they're in decent shape. Um, like I said, because got, the later ones
0: got base Lancer seats because of crash standards, crash standards and they took like the Recaros out. So yeah. it was a wicked goofy looking.
1: Yeah. So like I said, it's got H&Rs, Hotchkiss sway bars, it's got nice Toyo tires, like a, nice, a nicer higher end proxies, um, AMS intake and a bunch of, uh, Cobb parts. And it's all, it's all pretty much high end stuff. I'm sure the exhaust is high end too, Yeah, but it just needs to be replaced because it's absolutely obnoxious. Yeah. And <laughs> he'll never get a sticker on the car. Yeah, there are any cars. Um Yeah, no, it's it's Listen, if if I could buy that car for 165, I'd have bought it in a second.
0: The only thing you has got to watch out for is the uh active diff pump. Okay. It's in the right rear fender area. The early cars was in the driver's side front. So okay. the right rear it kind of catches a lot of dirt and debris.
1: So it just gets grimy and
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's covered but still stuff gets up in there.
1: And so take cover off and clean behind there. You're saying, yeah, probably a good idea. And, I mean, sometimes they, unfortunately, they fail. But <clears throat>
0: I think there's people now that rebuild them.
1: Okay. Because it was such a problem. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't know a ton about the the Evo 10. It kind of went beyond my my knowledge base. It's a cool
0: car. I liked, I like the four B 11.
1: Way. The chain motor now, right? Yeah, so way way a better tech. Belt. It, yeah,
0: it has a uh, actually has a stretch warning. It'll come up if oh, the okay. belt stretches.
1: Yeah, that's cool.
0: Um, the intake is on the front, the exhaust is on the rear for more mm-hmm. direct flow. Uh,
1: the, it has my yeah, That's the other thing his car has that I'm not keen on, but it's a nice piece. It's a nice stainless steel, like very nicely put together header, but yeah, I don't think it's going to be friendly to him when he tries to get a sticker.
0: <laughs> if there's no check engine lights, they don't look, yeah. um,
1: it's got, except that it's a, as loud as like an F1 car. So yeah. <laughs> that's going to be a problem.
0: It's got Myvec um, on both cams, so variable valve t- variable valve timing mm-hmm. on both the intake and exhaust, where the uh, last-gen Evo before it, I think, was just on the exhaust, exhaust side. side. So, yeah, off-turbo-power, off, off turbo power, it has a lot more better response
1: to the engine. I remember driving it when you had yours. It felt less snappy than the earlier cars it because is, it was more linear. It is
0: quieter inside. Yeah. And it was definitely as fast. It just did oh, for not sure. feel as didn't fast. didn't feel as
1: fast. I'm sure now driving it, it'll probably feel quick because I haven't been driving, you know, the earlier style. Yeah. But going from mine to yours, it always seemed yours felt slower. But it wasn't slower. It just felt slower. Mm-hmm. Nope.
0: steering was still quick.
1: Yeah. I missed that car. Ooh. Oh, well. Anyway. And they haven't dropped in value at all, which is annoying. Because you bought one brand new, and it's not much cheaper to buy one now with 100,000 miles on it. Nope. So that's nope. annoying. Nope. Nope. And, uh, yeah. Well, and that's what I told the kid. You know, he's having a little bit of buyer's remorse for spending, you know, sixteen five on something or sixteen nine, dollars whatever it was. And I was like, dude, you're not going to lose any money as, long, no, as he, long as you keep it nice. He keeps it nice. You it bought be. it so cheap, you're not going to lose any money. It won't go down. You could, you could you could, decide next week that you didn't want the car anymore, and you probably wouldn't have a problem selling it. Because that's the other thing. Once, I was like, in fact, I'd probably borrow, buy it from you.
0: <laughs> once Mitsubishi decided they weren't going to sell these cars anymore, that kind of locked the price in. Yep. You're never going to get There's another not going to e- be another generation. There will never, ever be another Evo. Yeah. Ever.
1: Not in it, the foreseeable future, anyway.
0: If it does come back, it'll be a hybrid, which is fine. Yeah. I'm interested in that. Yeah. Definitely but, I do
1: want to own one, but I like the whatever. I realize that I'm a curmudgeon, so it's okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I'll have another Evo someday.
0: Penantic Corrections Department?
1: Yes. Our
0: friend Joe reminded us, this was from an episode way back in January, the first gen S2000 is called an AP1. What did we call it? I think we were confused about whether it was an AP1 or an AP2 or something, or we couldn't remember. Well, why that, would
1: a first gen be an AP2? Uh,
0: maybe we couldn't remember the code at all. Yeah, maybe. And he just reminded me that it stands for, it's It's just remembered Andrew Pascarello 1. I was like, all right, oh. I'll never forget it now. So I guess not. AP1. Um, hey, I watched the first episode of Formula One, Drive to Survive on Netflix.
1: That's a series? I thought it was a movie. Whole series. Okay. Yeah. I obviously haven't watched it yet. I, thought I it was a had no
0: idea that there was an American F1 team. Currently? Uh, yeah, at least up to the 2018 season. Okay. Haas Racing, so... Newman Haas. But it's just Haas. Yeah, because Newman's no just, longer a thing. Just the Haas. Yep. Half of it. As it's the first U.S. F1 team that's been in the sport for, like, 30 or 40 years. Okay. And, like, everybody thinks they're not going to do well. So it's, like,
1: it tells, like, that
0: story. The underdogs. Uh, and Yeah, I don't know anything about Formula 1. I just never followed it.
1: I followed it when I was, like, 10, but I haven't followed it since then. So This is interesting now. Late 80s, early 90s.
0: And, like, the first episode is all about Haas, and it's about the um, Red Bull-Aston Martin team, which is so weird that Red Bull is a... Consider it a manufacturer. Okay. Yeah.
1: They're a, a, So they they brand it's the like, chassis? So Red yeah. Bull owns the company that makes the chassis. Yeah. So it's like
0: you know, like like Ferrari,
1: McLaren. Red Bull. <laughs> Mercedes. Yeah. Red Bull.
0: That's weird. <laughs> it's
1: it is weird, right? Yeah. I'm out, but I'm, that's the way I'm it is. Out, I'm out of the loop, so okay. uh, I've yeah. heard the Red Bull racing team, but I assumed it was just like the sponsorship dollars. But they
0: did the first episode that way because they focused on uh I can't remember his first name, Ricardo is the last name. He's the Australian driver and the first race of the season is in Australia. So if you if you know F1 you're like you're probably screaming at your radio right now. But um, we can't know everything.
1: No. Or anything sometimes. Um
0: but it I like it cuz it's uh when you watch it if you've seen Senna, Daniel Ricardo. Daniel Ricardo. If you've seen Senna, it's from the director of Senna or the producer of Senna. It looks like Shot some, very some of the shots are very similar. They have the camera on card, camera shots. Like, it's it's really, really well done. Like, they had really cool access. And uh, it, I definitely watch it. It's sure. worth it. Maybe
1: I'll start when I get yeah. home tonight.
0: And what you should do, actually, because Senna is now back on Netflix because it was off for a while. Yep. If you haven't seen that.
1: I have not seen Senna. Watch it.
0: It's totally worth a watch. Even yeah, if you're not is. that into F one, it's it's,
1: ah, it's so good. It's I one of the some, best documentaries. Like non car people enjoyed that movie because how just because of how well it was done. It's so.
0: really well done, and it's when you watch it, it's done. There's very few um, like some documentaries. They do a lot of interviews and then show stuff. It's very much shown. Through the archival footage, and with just like voiceovers, and not a lot of like, like face in front of camera interviews. So okay. So it was a really cool it's way a lot to more do a really Interesting. Yeah. And I, I love watching documentaries, but part of it is I like documentaries. Part of it is I like to watch the way
1: they're made. Yeah. So, it's pretty cool. Um, should have gotten to film school, Andrew, not uh, English.
0: <laughs> hey, you can. You can make films without going to film school. All right. So um, let's make some films. <laughs> yeah. 100 Acre Wood Rally is this weekend in Salem, Missouri.
1: Yep. We will not be there. No.
0: But uh, so it's the first round of the Rally America Series. And the big news, the top Subaru team is you've probably seen it. They've gone to throwback colors.
1: Yeah, because it's uh, there's a Solberg in the car.
0: Yeah. But not better Solberg. Right.
1: Oliver Solberg, his Oliver? son, Oliver.
0: seventeen-year-old
1: son, yeah, which is insane to think about. But
0: who's like a crazy good rally driver
1: over in Norway. I think it was him in the last Gymkhana video too, was it not? I don't remember. Yeah, I think it was.
0: Um, I don't really care that much about the blue and gold, blue and yellow. I liked the current stuff, the
1: gray and you don't care for white. The the, the, the like five 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 Subaru Liberty. It doesn't.
0: I don't think it looks that good on the new car. I haven't really looked much, at it. Hot take? I, I don't think it looks like great on the new car. I
1: mean, it's tradition, so that's why it's there. Subarus are blue. It's, it's not... World Rally blue. It's not World Rally gray. They
0: might have gone with... Uh, on the newer cars, I feel like it's a almost the earlier color, darker blue with the yellow 555, or the 555 yellow, than the later WRC blue. They look a little bit darker. I'm trying to pull a picture right now. But... I liked the blue gray
1: and the pink gray. I don't know. I think this is pretty close to like the old column gray car.
0: then that's the darker
1: color blue Manilgar.
0: mean, they look, all right. they look
1: I don't hate it i I like the throwback livery.
0: It's cool. I mean,
1: I think what's cool is that Subaru made it their own like they went from being the five 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 sponsorship to just being Subaru and using the same colors and just eliminating the you know. Controversial cigarette sponsorship company. Well, it's kind of like how
0: McLaren adapted the uh, yellow and orangey red from Marlboro and just yep. kind of adapted it to Stuck just being McLaren it. colors, yeah. yeah.
1: Just because it became a recognizable thing. Yeah. But
0: I don't know. It doesn't. I wouldn't care either way if they used that
1: or came up with some new crazy livery. The, no, I, uh, I, I like it. I think the only problem with it is that. It's basically the Subaru logo on the side of the car, just Mm -hmm. enlarged, really large. Yeah. And I think it's too large. I think that the yellow stripe is just too wide. If they made it smaller like it used to be, it'd be cool.
0: It might be because the shape of the car doesn't make me nostalgic for it. I don't know. It doesn't matter. So Higgins and Drew are running the whole season. In gray cars, so don't worry about it.
1: (laughs) You get to see your lovely gray cars. Oh, I thought they were running the... No, they're running the grey, the gray, blue, and white like they did last year. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I thought they were all running that. I color think field. only Solberg is running that. Oh. Well in that thing, in that case that's cool. In fact, looking I'm looking up pictures right now of Snowdrift. Yeah. Um and it's the old style. Okay.
0: So then the uh Pastrano's only running like two
1: rallies and then
0: Solberg and uh his co driver um Johnson are gonna run all the other ones. Okay. So they're not going to run three cars at once, because that'd be kind of ridiculous.
1: Really Who close. are you getting in Maine? Uh, Solberg. Oh, excellent. Yeah. That'd be cool to see. Yeah. Means maybe Petter will be there. Probably. Yeah, that'd be cool. Oh. Get a chance to meet better Solberg. I didn't even think of that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, But, and then the uh, version two, or whatever the hell it is, is the uh, Ken Block Cosworth-
1: it's like oh yeah, the Escort Cosworth,
0: super wide body fenders now.
1: Yeah, it's weird looking. It wants to make it wider to find more rocks, I
0: guess. <laughs> I think it's wider to like have more suspension travel and be competitive with modern I'm, cars. I'm sure it
1: is. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure there's a good reason for it, but it's it's whatever. I wasn't there for last year, unfortunately, because I was in the middle of selling my house and my open house happened to be that Sunday, so just it didn't work out. But I'll be there this year. I guess it's cool. No, it's cool. Well, I, I like, listen, and I said, I think I said it before on the air. I, I have no problem with the way Ken Block drives cars. And, you know, he brings a lot to the sport. So keep doing it. It's fine. Yeah, it sucks if you wreck a non-replaceable rally car. But, I mean, there's still thousands of Cosworth escorts in the world. It's not like there's two left. You know, <laughs> it's not the end of the world. It sucks, but it doesn't. it's not the end of the world life will go on if he crashes another escort but I still want to see it so I'm upset I didn't get to see it at all last year because it's one of my favorite rally cars of all time and I'd love to see one driven in anger
0: yeah I was trying to check Instagram is currently broken in New England
1: it's broken everywhere I think yeah it's
0: broken a lot of places I was yeah. trying to check on some local rally teams that are running because I believe Cooper AutoWorks who follows okay. us is, is running
1: Okay. Is that a main
0: Cooper? Nope. a oh, PMW. Yeah, E30. Yep. Yeah. And um, there's that mad Cheshire? 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 Cheshire.
1: Cheshire? Cheshire? Yes. They're going to 4 yeah. are they coming to New England this year? No, no, no. Oh, I'm okay. talking about they're running Oh, this weekend. weekend? Yeah. Oh, okay. I got you, I got you. I, got I wanted
0: you. to give a shout-out to some lesser known teams because, you know, all the big teams get all the press. Yeah, exactly. And all the small teams are what make rallies happen. Right. So
1: you get press from us, which is, you know, listen, take that to the bank. <laughs> yeah.
0: Don't don't cash that check. Don't. <laughs> it's it's made of rubber. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think they are running this weekend. I, did, I think I did see some stuff about them running.
0: Yeah, I wanted to double check and make sure.
1: But yeah. well, so, if they are running, good luck. If you're not running, good luck to next. Good rally. luck next time.
0: And all the local small teams, good luck to you guys. Yes. Have a safe
1: rally. Finish. Run strong, have fun, so when you were talking about Ken Block and his escort, were you talking about Maine still, or are you talking about this weekend? He's running this weekend too, okay, he was he was out there testing, so he may not be running that car in Maine. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not saying he's going to crash it where he is now. I'm just saying he's doing some
0: weird world tour where they they're going all they're taking it over the well, wor- all over the world. Maine is part of the world, so
1: I hope it comes there. <laughs> all right, Facebook is actually also currently down, it seems because everything's down. I was just if going. You've to got look.
0: Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp. I read an article. They're all currently down in different places. They have different levels of function. So
1: because I just logged into there to see if I could see those said race teams updates on Facebook instead of Instagram, nope. but apparently nope. not. Nope. So apparently, our uh, counting we on social media. tried to do our homework. And yeah. it didn't work. Well, our we're trying to turn in our paper last minute here because we're actually sitting in front of our computers while recording while looking it up.
0: No, I I tried to look it up beforehand, and I was hoping to look it up again. Maybe it was working. But whatever. Nope, everything's down. Let's open up this beer you've got here. Dogs and Boats.
1: It's locals from Connecticut.
0: Double India Pale with Citra and Mosaic Hops.
1: Yeah, I had one last night. It was really good.
0: And earlier, I just had some High Lies. Yeah. That's which, which are good.
1: It's not worth noting. I common.
0: think they're good. They're, they weren't common a year ago. Yeah, they're okay. Because I found them... Jordan and I found them in Sebring, and we drank them while we we're going around Sebring. So now, forever, they remind me of going to the Sebring Twelve Hour and drinking them. Well,
1: forever they remind me of not going to Sebring. So that was from a brewery in Connecticut called Beard. Um, it's B E E B E E R apostrophe D. The Beard. But the guy has a beard. Beer apostrophe logo. D. It's B E R like beer apostrophe yep. D.
0: Uh, beer apostrophe D. Yeah,
1: Beard Brewing Company. Yep, Beard beard how's that pour? It smells good yeah, it's quite strong
0: oh yeah that's definitely an ipa
1: yep that's why i brought one can so that we could have it and not die because it's like nine something percent oh that was good that's all right you spilled our quarter yeah it'll be all right okay good well that's good because two weeks ago i spilled in my computer and it's fine so yeah anyway you what else is going on today andrew as Andrew gets up and walks away, it leads me to say something, but it didn't leave me with any lead-on whatsoever, just at a dead spot in the in the recording. Oh, you're fine. Yeah, great. Uh, what else do we have to talk about tonight, Andrew? What else is going on in the world of cars and auto-op topic? I don't know. You haven't fixed your radar yet. Gee, thanks for the reminder. We'll do that tomorrow, right? Yeah, we can do that tomorrow. Okay. So, we're going to test the vacuum advance. We're going to check vacuum lines. Um. We're going to pull the cap off and test the vacuum system and see if it moves or doesn't move. Or if it's stuck or the weights are stuck or what's going on with it. So Yeah, when you term.
0: dropped me off at the house the other day, I could definitely smell the catalytic converter.
1: Yeah, which is brand new, so I'd like to not burn that out. It would be nice. But yeah, I've actually not worked on a car in two weeks, three weeks. Yeah. It's been a long time. I don't think you have either. No. So it's time we did something. Ooh, that's a good IPA.
0: I uh, I pulled the Montero out of storage. Okay. Which was just in my backyard. Right. So you started it. Yep. On a ground. round. Yep. Uh, it was like stalling. Okay. I don't know why. Maybe the throttle plate needs to be cleaned.
1: Probably because it's an old Mitsubishi. Well,
0: it's probably fine. Yeah. Oh, we're going to do. A- it's probably fine. Let's drive it to Vermont. No, actually, we're gonna go drive it. Uh, Let's we're, gonna do it we're gonna do a TSD. We we're gonna do a TSD. That's what we're doing this weekend. Yeah. The Frost Eves TSD, which is like after, because we missed Winter Challenge Rally, so it's like the second TSD of the season, and it's always like, it's like, they always try to do it with snow on the ground, and for some reason, it never
1: works out. never works
0: out. Yeah. So it just ends up being this mud season run yep. through back roads of New Hampshire.
1: Which, if you listen to this episode the day it comes out, or the day after, you have time to sign up still. Nope. No, it's all nope it's sold out today. Never mind on the day
0: we're recording this.
1: So is... if you want to do it, ride with somebody else. You can put three in a car, I think.
0: Uh no, current it's they haven't changed the rule yet. If the person is under twelve, you get okay. Three so in if you're
1: listening to this and you're under twelve, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're doing. Go find something more interesting. Um, but you can ride with somebody in the car, preferably your own parents.
0: Yeah, it starts. Uh, it'll start like mid New Hampshire, and they just kind of go over. It's probably like 150 miles.
1: Yeah, I mean, last year ended at, like, uh, or last time we went, the year before last.
0: It always ends at the, uh, or lately it's been ending at the... Um, Buffalo Wild Wings, is that that rally? Oh, that was one of them. Yeah. This one, it's going to end, the last couple of years it's ended at the, um, uh, something drive-in. It's in um, Meredith. Okay.
1: It's like... Better than Buffalo Wild Wings, though. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's a 50s diner.
1: Okay, excellent. Yeah. Haven't haven't been to that one yet. you have definitely been to that one. I mean not with the rally. The last one I went to ended at Buffalo Wild Wings.
0: You've definitely been to this diner with me before. Possibly. Yeah.
1: But not during the rally is what I'm saying.
0: No, definitely during one of the rallies.
1: Maybe not this rally though.
0: Yeah. I'll I'll look it up. I remember you being there, but regardless.
1: Okay. <laughs> I don't remember being there, so <laughs> We'll find out who's right later on. The other thing going on this weekend is way more nerdy, believe it or not, than a TSD. Yeah. Because on Sunday, I think we're going to go to the local model car show. Oh, we're doing
0: all the nerd things. Yes.
1: Um, Which
0: I don't think we talked about the weekend before we went go-karting, Maine Indoor. We did. Yeah. If you're in Maine, New England, there's actually a bunch of go-karting places opening up, like indoor ones.
1: Like a super high amount. Yeah. Very weird.
0: Uh, We did have a local K1 open up which is actually the best electric one I've been to. But forever we had F1 Boston, who got sued by F1. So now they're X1 Boston. And they have an outdoor spot that's a little farther south of Boston. That's really good. They were like, I remember the, they opened up in like 2002. Because I remember going there in like 2003, and it was pretty cool. And I've been there a bunch of times. And uh, But the place that's actually closer, well, it's about the same distance from where we live, is up in Maine. It's a little bit smaller
1: because it's just like a warehouse and there's no elevation change, but it's, it's like, like way more laid back and, like, the
0: people that work there are super nice.
1: And they maintain the carts better than some of the big ones do, too.
0: Yeah. And um, it's, like, super fun.
1: And for the first time in Andrew and Brad carting history, Brad had a faster lap than Andrew for the day.
0: Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) I mean, I got a bad cart, but...
1: Right, all five times. No,
0: I was getting warmed up.
1: Right. Anyway. Well, um, right off the box, I'm gonna take this I, victory right I, off the box. Yeah, right okay. out of the box, yeah. I
0: smoked everyone for like two or three races. Okay. And then I got a couple bad cards.
1: It only matters the fastest lap time of the day. That's what we go, (laughs) as we've always based based it on. Yeah, because it's
0: so hard to pass. Right. We just go by time attack. So when you were winning
1: all the time, you always based it on fastest lap of the day. So I'm going to take this moment to have a small victory for myself and base it on fastest lap time of the day. Which actually was fastest lap time in, in, nope, second fastest in our group because Jordan beat us both. Yeah. But he was fifth fastest out of everybody in the place for the day. Yeah. And I was seventh out of everybody in the whole place for the day, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. but so, yes. And then, actually, Small victories. our... I've never been to George's Diner. Is that what it is? Yes. I'm looking at a picture of it right now. Yeah. I've never been there. You've never been there. 100% not. And
0: then our other friend, Joe, who brought his son with him, learned yeah. how to go-kart that day. They gave him a... His a, son did, yeah. Yeah, a junior card in class, yeah. and he actually did really well. He was only like a second and a half behind us at <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> the end of the day. he picked it up real fast. He started out the first, like, junior class. He was, in, like, in the 35s. And then he started running with us, and he got in, like, 26s, 25s, 24s. Yep. Like, yep. all right, man, good. So,
1: And um, Liz, driver of the Spaghetti Rally Golf, oh, yeah. had her first karting experience. That's right. And she went into it, and she definitely had the attitude of, like, I have a real race car. What, yeah. am, I, what am I even doing here? Uh, until running one race in it, and she was hooked. She had a great time, too. So
0: It definitely helps the car control. It helps you be smoother because the input's... If you're really jerky with inputs in a cart, you crash. You're always Yeah.
1: So But it was it was cool to see her go from like, I don't understand this to Oh my god, this is amazing.
0: My favorite thing about karting, is that I don't have to maintain the car. Okay. I just show up, beat the shit out of it, and then go home. Yeah, pretty much. And that's it. Yep. <laughs> and it's like there's like no yeah. investment. It's way an like to drive twenty hour bucks. And a half.
1: It's way easier to drive yeah. an hour and a half than it is to work on a car for two weeks to get it ready for an event. Yeah. So, occasionally,
0: like, I love to just go and just blow off steam doing that, so it's a great stretch I do wish it it was a
1: little cheaper. It winds up being an expensive day, especially when it's that far away, and then, you know, you go with a group of friends, so you want to go on a dinner or something afterwards, and, you know, you want to spend a couple hundred bucks on the day, so. I mean, I guess, at the end of the day, it's not huge money, but.
0: What we're going to have to check out is that K1 does drift nights. Yes, I want to try that. So, they put plastic tires on the carts and let you just drift around. That sounds fun. So, we missed the one that was last Monday night, but the next one is like April 8th, and it's like nationwide at all the
1: centers. Okay, so it's probably super busy then.
0: Maybe, we'll see.
1: But, we should try to check one out. Other I mean, than that,
0: I, I don't think, uh, I think we covered
1: everything. Yeah, so this this Saturday is the TSD, this Sunday is the Model Car Show, which is where it always is in March. It's in Taunton. At, is it Holiday Inn? Yeah. I think it's a Holiday Inn. Um, What's the name of it? Holiday Inn? No, the name of the show. I don't even know anymore. It changed. It's not Mascar anymore. It's not it Mascar, Mascar anymore, yeah. It's put on by just I would one look it guy, up, right? I would look it up on Facebook, but mm, it's not going to work. Yeah, Facebook's not working. Good job. Um, I forgot about it, though. It's called... It starts at... RTS? Yeah, RTS Expo. R- RTS Expo. And I don't know what that means, but it's basically the old Mascar show, same location. Same basic
0: didn't want to keep doing it, but the one of the guys that was in the club wanted to keep doing it, yeah. so he took it over. Stu.
1: Yep. Maybe he's the S in RTS. Maybe. Yes, it's RTS Expo.
0: Southern New Hampshire Cars and Coffee, the date got updated for the first one. It is the 14th. 14th of April? Not the 21st, the 14th of April. Okay. Because it's not Easter. It's the right. 14th of one April. 1-4. Four, four. Yeah. The early uh, event was the date of Easter, and uh, We changed it. It got moved. Yeah. So it's earlier, the 14th. So get your fix earlier on the 14th. Uh, there's already like over 800 people like showing interest in it.
1: So. That happened last year too. Yeah. And the first event was like everybody was stir crazy and it was like 600 cars showed up yeah. and just and ruined the parking lot. Yeah. Again, don't be a jerk. Just show yeah. up, hang out. Although I assume that if they're listening to us, they're probably not a jerk. No. So... Maybe. You I know. really hope to have the blue colt out by then. I think it should be hopefully clear enough.
0: I think you. I think yeah. we'll get there.
1: Because it's supposed to get to like 60 this week. Oh, damn it. Weather. We almost made it. And I talked weather. That was what you did. It's supposed to be 60 this weekend um, and pouring rain the same day. So hopefully that means that the roads will be clear enough and no salt will be down. Then I'll be able to take the car out. So i got to put some miles in that car to get it ready for its big trip this June and July. Sure. It's going to get a lot of miles this year.
0: All right. Anything else? I don't think so. Andrew. You all should check out the Gearhead Project. Yes. It's uh, just the Project dot
1: Assumedly, also- in the future, you can look it up on Facebook. He does. He did create a Facebook page for it. Yep.
0: Um, so go check it out. And uh, so, as always, find us on Facebook. You thought
1: I was gonna say the end of it? Not tonight. Yeah, you can't find us tonight. Well, hopefully by tomorrow you'll be able to. We'll see what happens.
0: Oh, maybe Facebook will just explode and just I'll tell you make what. us all a better place. With
1: Instagram and Facebook down today, that Insta- was really functional
0: at work. <laughs> I, that's the only thing I miss is Instagram. I could do without Facebook. Um, yeah, find us on Facebook, Auto Off Topic Podcast. Find us on Instagram, Auto Off Topic. Find me on Instagram, Race and Anger.
1: And find me on Instagram, TSI SS350.
0: All right, Keep Cars Analog. And aim for the roses.